This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight. What you didn't see from this star-studded inauguration. Plus, the statement-making fashion, why pearls, and why so much purple. Then, how today compared to inaugurations of the past. It's everything. Let's give him a big applause. Come on, I think he deserves it. Plus, SNL's presidential change-up. Every time you see me, I'm a different guy. And will Maya Rudolph and Alec Baldwin be back? Ben, if you need a break from what's happening here on Earth, we've got an out-of-this-world exclusive. If the aliens are coming, why now? There weren't the big crowds, but the presidential inauguration was still star-studded with the perfect powerhouse trio leading the way no matter what side of the aisle you were on. Yeah, I got a little emotional, I have to say. A lot of people did. Yeah, I think so, because their voices were soaring high above all the restraints. This land is your land. This land is my land. For nearly three minutes, J-Lo, in all white, electrified the dignitaries at the Capitol. She sang a medley of two songs, This Land is Your Land and America the Beautiful, and added one of her own lyrics. In the morning spirit of inclusion, J-Lo also recited part of the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish. A-Rod in the audience posted this image of J-Lo's assigned inauguration seat. The couple also shared this moment with former presidents Obama and Clinton. And J-Lo paid tribute to the National Guard, protecting the ceremony, taking a selfie with them yesterday outside the Capitol. Eight minutes before J-Lo, Lady Gaga stepped out on the Capitol steps for a rousing rendition of the national anthem. Gaga held a golden mic and wore a golden dove carrying an olive branch. 
She tweeted this morning, I will sing to the hearts of all people who live on this land. Gaga beamed when it was over and hugged boyfriend Michael Polanski. And like a true country gentleman, Garth Brooks removed his hat before his a cappella version of Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. At one point, he even turned it into a sing-along. If I can ask you to sing this last verse with me as one. United. Amazing grace. And tonight, it's Celebrating America, a 90-minute multi-network broadcast hosted by Tom Hanks. The latest ad? Baby, you're a Katy Perry, who shared this pic of patriotic microphones. Justin Timberlake will perform. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And so will John Legend. One day, when the glory comes. His wife, Chrissy Teigen, has been loving all the inauguration buzz. I am like a kid on Christmas, baby. She shared video of what appeared to be a rehearsal, provided live commentary of today's inauguration. It's happening. And lost her mind when she spotted J-Lo and A-Rod from her hotel window. Breaking news, it's J-Lo and A-Rod. Finally, I got you something. Now, when it comes to inauguration fashion, the statements came in all shades, none more powerful than purple. The new Vice President Harris and former First Ladies Obama and Clinton donned the color choice. It is seen as both a symbolic bipartisan mix of Republican red and Democratic blue. It is also one of the colors of the women's suffragette movement and a nod to Shirley Chisholm, the first black woman to run for president. Harris's coat was designed by a young African-American designer, Christopher John Rogers. She accented the look with her signature pearls, which is an homage to her Alpha Kappa Alpha sisterhood. Mrs. Obama's suit with a raspberry hue is from one of her go-to designers, Sergio Hudson. A source tells E.T. expect Kamala Harris to be wearing that same designer later today. E.T. also has this sketch of First Lady Dr. Jill Biden's outfit, which was also custom. The ocean blue overcoat and dress is by Mark Harian. And leave it to the celebrity performers to make their own patriotic red, white, and blue fashion statement. Lady Gaga brought the red and plenty of drama in this custom Scaparelli couture gown. This land was made. Lady in white J-Lo wore head-to-toe Chanel and Garth Brooks, well, of course, he kept it country in blue jeans. Amazing. And all eyes were on the youngest poet ever to read an inauguration poem, 22-year-old Amanda Gorman. Love becomes our legacy. Gorman wore very special accessories from Oprah. These diamond earring hoops and birdcage ring were gifts from Lady O in honor of legendary poet Maya Angelou. Due to the pandemic and safety concerns, this year's ceremony was dramatically scaled back from 2009 when E.T. first saw then-Vice President Biden and President Obama sworn in. What an historic day this is. Security was very tight. There were long waits. It took us about three hours to get actually inside the perimeter to the spot we're in right now. The scene surrounding the Capitol was nothing short of breathtaking. 1.8 million people lining the National Mall in frigid 28-degree weather to witness history. I said to Michelle, I, 
I'm a little nervous. <laughs> she said, don't screw it up. Is this the pollination? It's everything. It's electric. It just brings absolute joy to my soul. And the feelings kept flowing through the night when the president and first lady took their first dance with the help of Beyonce. I thought that was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. I thought it was beautiful. What you thought? I thought it was Did incredible. You let one go? Tell us I, no, no, I'm gonna be honest Tell with you. Be honest. I was be moved. No, be I was with really, the people. No, no, be I'm gonna be honest with you. And you let one go. You let one go. I did. Earlier I almost today, did, but I, I looked up. That's the trick. ET has witnessed so many inaugurations over the years. Let's give him a big applause. Come on, he deserves it. Come on. In 2001, Ricky Martin and Jessica Simpson welcomed the newly sworn-in president George W. Bush. I sang for Clinton and I'm singing for Bush and I'm just here to support. And back in 1993, singing legend Dionne Warwick was our ET correspondent in Washington for President Clinton's star-studded first inauguration. Yeah, we kind of young, but that's okay, though. We're standing with the fresh friends. <laughs> this is the first time in my life that I've really been politically active. I'm, I'm 24 years old. I love those wow. flashbacks. Was that back when Dion was in the Psychic Network? You better not. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> happy. Anyway, the presidential change is also big for Saturday Night Live. Donald Trump pushed their ratings through the roof. But now what? We have all the answers kicking off tonight's Roll Call. How did you even get into the White House? I won more votes. <laughs> I just wanted you were proud. Listen, I have good news. E.T. can report Maya will continue playing the VP, but who's playing the president? I've got the beginning of 46 fantastic ideas. I'm like Colonel Sanders. Every time you see me, I'm a different guy. Following in the footsteps of Jason Sudeikis and Jim Carrey, E.T. has learned Alex Moffat will continue as Biden. As for Trump? It'll only take a minute. We're told Alec will likely be back too, but NBC hasn't set a date for SNL's return. They typically start back up on the final weekend in January. Next is Josh Dumel stepping in for Army Hammer. For me, it's been an opportunity to sort of reboot. ET can confirm the actor is in very early talks to join J-Lo in Shotgun Wedding. This after Army announced he was stepping down from the rom-com amid controversy over his alleged disturbing DMs. Armies basically denied sending them using an expletive to describe the claims. Shooting on the movie is imminent, and Josh was eager to start this year with a bang. I'm looking forward to 2021. Say la vie 2020. Well, let's move on now. Let's talk about aliens, because it's 2021, and why not? It feels like the only thing that's left, right, Nichelle? Uh, so UFO sightings have gone up 51% during the pandemic. I believe it. And now there's a new show trying to figure out why. We are calling this our Out of This World ET exclusive. Pilots describe the object as a white, 40-foot-long, tic-tac-shaped craft. If there are more sightings, if the aliens are coming, why now? A lot of people believe that um, our world is headed down a wrong path, the environment, politics, we're going to destroy ourselves, and they're here to protect us, to warn us. Hostile aliens, missing time. I want to go check it out for myself. Need a break from planet Earth? Well, former FBI agent Ben Hansen's got you covered with UFO Witness streaming now on Discovery+. Plus. The show talks to alleged UFO witnesses and gives us all a glimpse into the possibility of life beyond our planet. Bulky-looking creatures, they're not from this world. I guarantee that. Over the years, celebs like Kurt Russell, Miley Cyrus, and the Kardashians have all reported UFO sightings. I think Kendall Jenner first reported one in 2013. 
her, her uh, sister Chloe's like, yeah, I believe you. I lent them some night vision equipment, okay? So they go to Area 51 and um, have some fun with the night vision gear, comes back, you know, with some makeup on it. The ladies were very appreciative, but they're really into this. <laughs> Celebrities are reporting them all the time. You have Victoria Beckham, uh, Mick Jagger, Russell Crowe, although we were able to explain, I think his sighting was actually a ship with a light on the mast that he, he took a picture of. Okay, Nichelle, not to freak you or anyone out I'm already more. freaked out, Lord. <laughs> I feel like they're already here. Yeah. And we might get more information. The government has until June to declassify and release more of what they know about apparent UFOs. Are you Lauren or Lauren's alien twin? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I gotta fly away. <laughs> Here's a Hollywood mystery that's been solved thanks to Ben Affleck's younger brother, Casey. He's like, damn, I look good. I'm gonna go get the paparazzi. Yeah. We're with Ben's bro giving up his Hollywood secrets. Don't think he doesn't call him up. Plus, another Bachelorette breakup. Details on the Dale and Claire split. Why did you guys break up? Then, the unicorn, no more. CBS, <laughs> we're changing it. We're with star Walton Goggins and his new love interest. How they're changing things up. They're fired. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Why did you guys break up? Honestly, uh, we've just got a lot going on in our lives right now. Um, this is just the healthiest thing for both of us. So that's Dale Moss addressing his split from Claire Crowley. Bachelorette fans watched them get engaged only two months ago. Not another word. Just zip it. Zip it, zip it, zip. Bachelor Nation does still believe in love, everybody. Not another word. There is new love on the unicorn for Walt Goggins and Natalie Z. Yes, and this is major because he's actually moving on after the passing of his mm. TV wife. When you're closing one door what, without knowing you're opening and opening another door and that's when when life ultimately changes i love you literally three minutes after leaving this gravesite he meets the the woman of his dreams getting skunked isn't your traditional meet cute but it worked for wade and shannon on the unicorn which returns tomorrow on cbs what happened he got stabbed by me I mean, it was it was an accident. It's nothing weird or anything. Walton's new love interest, his first since his character's wife died, is played by Justified's Natalie Z. She talked about joining the cast. What they do to make you feel comfortable? Was it like well, tough there, for you at all? There was a hazing process. <laughs> they, they hid my bra. <laughs> what you want me to give away all my secrets? If Wade finds lasting love, I mean, we might have to change the name of the show. Yeah, we'll do that. To like, daddy's got daddy. his groove back or something. Daddy I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's do it. CBS, we're changing here. We'll continue this conversation. I'll see you at work soon. Yeah. Don't be yeah. late. I love those two together. Unfortunately, I don't think Walton's going to be able to lock Natalie down because right. she's already set to star in a new drama for NBC called La Brea. Speaking of folks moving on, mm -hmm. a party of five son is now a dad on TV and at home. He's so cute. This is the production, the best production in the world. 
Our on-set exclusive with Scott Wolf. Why his Nancy Drew role scares his kids. He had both hands over his eyes and was like blocking his ears with his thumbs. Then Dakota Johnson. I want to sing on stage with Katy Perry. But is she ready for a duet with boyfriend Chris Martin? Just saying. <laughs> I'm like the mayor of Dunkin's. This is the face of Dunkin' Donuts right there. Casey Affleck appeared in that hilarious SNL sketch back in 2016. Now, Rachel Smith joining us from Nashville on this inauguration day. And uh, Casey may have some competition for that title from his brother, Ben. Oh, yeah. And that is especially true after Ben's recent donut delivery failed. A photo of your brother, Ben, went into viral meme mode. So do you have a little beef with him now because of that? Uh, that's funny. That's the picture when a guy's been working out and he's like, damn, I look good. I'm gonna go get the paparazzi. You know? <laughs> he calls him up. Don't think he doesn't call him up. He's like, I'm going to Duncan, going to Duncan. <laughs> and he can borrow that title for a little while if he wants to be the Duncan guy. Something else Casey almost gave up, his role in his new movie, Our Friend co-starring Dakota Johnson and Jason Siegel. It's based on the true story of executive producer Matthew Teague, who lost his wife to cancer at age 34. Jason's the best friend who puts his life on hold to help them through the emotional journey. Mom! Hi, girls! <laughs> Hi, Fruit Loop. Hey, how are you feeling? I was concerned that, you know, maybe having a movie made about all this wouldn't be something that the kids would like. And I talked to Matt, and I met his kids, and... I sort of felt convinced that everybody was excited about it. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. You always will be. Who's someone in your life that you feel like is that person that you turn to, you lean on when life gets tough? I've uh, developed, especially over quarantine, uh, a really, really tight relationship with my parents, my brother and my sister. We, we talk almost all the time. Now your character, Nicole, she has a bucket list of things that she wants to check off. I want to sing on stage with Katy Perry. Is there a person that you would just love to get on a stage with and jam with? I just watched the Dolly Parton documentary. Have you seen that? So good. I can see you up there with Dolly. Yeah. Now yeah. you sing in this film, Dakota. Might you be prolaying this talent of yours into a music career? Oh my God, please no. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Come Any on, you should be Dolly's duet partner. <laughs> and if not Dolly, maybe Chris Martin, just saying. <laughs> no, he, no. <laughs> Guys, I think they would make great duet partners, right? But that's what I'm screaming. There was something else there. Mm, thank you, Rachel. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Matt, were you a Party of Five fan back in the day? I mean, who was it? And Scott Wolf is back as Nancy Drew's dad, but we also put him to work as E.T.'s on-set tour guide. Okay, so I'm on set just outside the Claw restaurant, and look who I ran into! It's the Drake Room! Everybody wears masks everywhere when we're rolling cameras and, make, and shooting a scene. Actors take their masks off. But when the masks come off and we're doing our scene work, it's the same as it ever was. The cast started filming season two of the mystery series in Vancouver in September. Anything fun you want to say about the premiere tonight? Are you excited? It's not going to be what you expect. It's going to blow you out of the water. This is the production, the best production in the world. One of the silver linings of this whole experience for me has been that my family, unlike last season, is up here with me while I'm shooting. The 52-year-old is dad to 11-year-old Jackson, 8-year-old Miller, and 6-year-old Lucy. Do you feel like you get cool points for being on one of these awesome hit shows on the CW from your kids? Are you feeling that at all? 
I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm a huge embarrassment right now. I just, I can't, you know, I mean, I can't goof around at all outside of this house. I get shut down fast. <laughs> Do the kids know about Nancy Drew? You know, they'll see a preview come on TV or something. It's like, Dad, you were in that preview. Yeah. But they, uh, they're not watching the show. I tried showing my then 10-year-old, uh, my son Jackson, just the trailer for the pilot last year. And I looked over at him after like eight seconds of it and he had both hands over his eyes and was like blocking his ears with his thumbs. Everybody stay calm. It cannot find us if we're not afraid. Well, things are about to get even scarier for Nancy and the Drew crew. Unlike the book series, this modern version of the teen sleuth faces off with the supernatural. Do you ever put yourself in a place where you actually feel a little frightened because of the material you're dealing with? There are definitely moments on set where it's really creepy. Luckily, I don't take it home with me. Um, I've got a little kid, so I can't afford to freak out. That is solid dad advice coming from Scott Wolf. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, there's already enough scary stuff out in the universe. <laughs> All right, coming up, more epic moments from today's historic inauguration. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. You know, President Joe Biden said it best at the top of his speech today at the inauguration. This is America's day. Mm -hmm. This is democracy's day. Yes, indeed. So let's all celebrate together as we yeah. say goodnight with some of the most powerful images from a new dawn. Take care, everybody. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind. But now I see. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.